right. Thank you for listening to or watching the Upland Down Under podcast. Tonight's show is recording live on Thursday, the 29th of February at just over 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. On tonight's show, we're going to catch up on the Upland market floors. We'll check in on the neighbourhood ratings for February for one last time. Uplands officially kicked off the their racing series, and we've had the frozen season pass week four drops come through. Main topic for tonight's show, I've got that pegged down as the ice cold, frosty flop. Unpacking the potential what and why of Upland's first ever exclusive ornament shop owner sale failing so spectacularly. I've also got a metaverse spotlight on details surrounding reaching my goals for aggressively downsizing my account without destroying it. Uh, but wait, that's not all. We've got a quips about the current mapper asset market and another about vehicle transportation. And of course, we'll take a look at another Upland community member spotlight, care of the dynamic node builders team. All that more on this, the Upland Down Under podcast. Speaking of which, if I remember how to do Sherry screen, where is it? Still getting the grips with this whole StreamYard thing, so bear with us. As we just said before we got kicked off, can't get any worse. So, yes, thank you very much, Kusel, Kushal089. Um, this week's show is again brought to you by him and his map asset metaventure called Rustic Arts, which is situated at 7754 Jellico Ave in Los Angeles. Um, he's got a bit of a blurb. Step into Rustic Arts for your haven for map assets, where each piece is curated with passion, weaving a personal touch into the virtual realm. Jump on over to 7754 Jellico Ave in LA and uncover the artistry that transforms spaces. Your journey begins there, where maps and memories entwine in a uniquely personal metaverse showcase. Um, on tonight's show, again, we're going to be giving away four of his very awesome-looking rustic wells. So once again, that's Rustic Arts Map Assets, which you can visit at 7754 Jellico Ave in Los Angeles. And of course, if you're wondering how you can take part in the live recordings or if you want to sponsor some giveaways on the show, um, I dropped the link to the live podcast in the NBA server Thursday nights at about 6.45 p.m. AEST or send me Ben60 out a DM and I'll hook you up. All right, with that being said, let's get into the breaking badly news and take a look at what's currently happening in the Upland Market floor stats. Now, I believe I should just be able to jump straight over there and I've zoomed in this week, so... Hopefully, it's a little bit easier to read. Yeah, we're going to scroll down. Transaction volume is up 1%. The trading volume is down 0.8%. Pretty normal there. Unique active wallets, a bit of a nice healthy boost there, up 6.2%. Um, back to the over 55,000 mark. And interestingly enough, we've had 1,566 extra properties, unmentioned properties added. I guess that's the Trenton Stockton um, additional expansion they had there. So that's pretty cool to see. Upland Markets, um, I don't know, Swally, did anything jump out at you at this? I haven't even had a look at this myself yet, so I'll be running through this live. Anything you noticed? No, just the same. Nothing, nothing new. All right, I'll do the, what do we got? Big boost on the UPX in Birmingham was 8,000 last week, now just under 10,000. Up almost 25%. Buenos Aires, bit of a hit on the USD, down 12.5%. Was $4 last week, pushing back towards the $3 floor, now $3.50. Um, lots of little bit of action here and there. Interestingly enough, Kansas is up on both the 
UPX and the USD pushing away from the $3 floor. Las Vegas has had a big boost on the UPX, was 9,876 last week, up 21% and then change, now just under 12,000. London up on the UPX and USD. Uh, Manhattan up on the UPX, down on the USD. Same for Miami. Nashville getting flogged on the, no, I was going to say getting flogged, but it's actually the opposite. It's getting pumped on the USD, again, pushing away from the $3 floor, up 23% this week, $3.69. Auto up on the UPX, Queens down on the UPX. Bit of a real mixed bag. Look at that, Rutherford up 14.4% on the UPX and down 24% on the USD. That is quite a drop. It was $29 last week, down to just under 22 on the flip side, it was 52,000, now just under 60,000. So interesting, some moves being made there. Stockton taking a big hit on the USD, was just under $4 last week, racing towards the $3 mark, down 20%, $3.16 now. Trenton's already at the $3 floor. And interestingly there, the UPX price has dropped as well. Not surprisingly, seeing as though there's expansions going on there. And last but not least, Tokyo, slight bumps there, 3.3% on the EPX and 1.5% on the USD. Um, floor percentage markups, currently Fresno is still in the green, 113%. LaSalle still in the green, which is a bit of an oddball one. Las Vegas, 32%. That's quite low. Lots in the 30s, Chicago, 36 Dallas 36, Detroit 38. So if you're buying for USD, plenty of bargains to be had. Um, interestingly enough, um, I'll speak to this a bit later, but the Chicago UPX price was actually well under 100% as well. I think it was, what did I flip those out? 88%, something like that. So yeah, it's not just the USD price now going under mint. There's also a lot of action pushing the UPX floor to undermine as well. So I have to wait and see how all that pans out. Bit of a worry that one, I suppose. But anyhow, moving on, let's have a look at the very last um, insight into what's happening with neighborhood ratings for February. I'm assuming that's going to tick over. So yes, this all finishes out or my time in a couple of hours here. Uh, US, of course, they've got a few more hours less left over, but I don't think anybody's going to take the prize away from Merced Manor this month. Um, held pretty steadily at that score, at the top spot for pretty much the entire month. Nothing has changed there at all, really. I think there's been a bit of, I don't remember seeing Bronxdale up as high as ninth before, so that's good to see some action happening there. Maybe in some of these lower ones, there's a bit of toing and froing, but yeah, Merced Manor well and truly out in front, Midtown Terrace, Locked in the second, Quailwood third. Um, congratulations to Merced Manor. I believe that's the first San Francisco neighbourhood collection that will be spawned. Um, looking ahead to March, uh, you'd have to think Quailwood's going to make a big push for that. Have to wait and see. Interesting to see if Greenwich does anything there, or who knows, maybe Sherwood Forest or one of these other ones from out the blue is going to have a push. Uh, Midtown Terrace, who knows? We we may just get it by default. I assume that would happen at some stage. So, yes, congratulations, Merced Manor team.
there's a lot of development going on over there, a bunch of metaventures, and I know they're pretty active in recruiting um, people to jump over as temporary residents and whatnot. So I kind of pegged Beulah Man for this next part. Um, we did see that Upland has released an announcement and a couple of videos about the official Upland racing series. I haven't really dived into this too much myself, so rather than me just gab off about it, I'm just going to throw it straight over to you, Beulah Man, if that's okay. Yeah, I'll it's, it's okay. Thank you. I'm, I'm trying to share my screen. Uh, uh, where is it? There. Should be coming Roger. now. Make sure you share on the modal and not cancel. Yeah. Can you oh, see the Upland Racing series? Ah, there we go. Yeah, I just had to add it. Yep. There you go. All yours. Okay. Uh, so Upland announced this uh, racing series. Um, and already made some adjustments <laughs> because as as usual unclear informations all over this article um so we are going to have uh, a racing season each uh, of the six season upland uh, announced um, in the beginning of the year tuesday 17th february uh, start and the end is march 13th the series one finals later more on that uh, on the march 15th um, they divided all the cars in the respective series. You have Series 1 and Stock Car Pro, only Stock Car Pro, not competition, not trainer, and all the Series 1 cars, then Series 2 T, including the monster trucks, Series 4 and cards. Um, they established a point system where you get points if you do a race with stakes. So you have to put at least one Apex uh, as a stake for the race. Um, and then you can earn points for the leaderboards. Um, you need at least three real persons. So you and two other real players are needed um, to get at least one point for the race, um, regardless of the position you finish. And if you race against five others, so six players in total, you get 10 points, regardless if you get the first place or the last place or whatever. Um, you get also points, uh, the more points, the more you stake. And this is what was adjusted um, in the first iteration. They said the uh, 10,000 Apex uh, uh, in total. So if you have uh, six players, you aren't able to reach this 10,000 Apex at a point. So they said, okay, we would change it to 1,500 Apex per player. So if you're racing with four people, uh, you have a price pool of 6,000 Apex, which then will divide it um, by the percentages uh, already known. This goes up to 15,000 uh, Apex per player. So nice price pots if you are racing with, with many players uh, um, for this amount of Apex. You get extra points. So if you have uh, three players um, with 15,000 Apex staked, you get 50 points if you win the race. Uh, 30 points for second place and 20 points for third place. And again, three players. I go a bit up. You say the, that this one point is on top because um, it was a race against two other players. Uh, if you put more players in, you get more points. Um, blah, 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 blah. This is a bit unclear. Additionally, all community phase will be added to the prize pool for the leaderboard. Victors 
uh, okay, um, can't see any more information how much community fees will be uh, paid out afterwards. Uh, we will see. Uh, and then the big one is this uh, Series 1 and Stock Car Pro Racing. Uh, the 12 best from the leaderboard will advance to the finals on March 15th. Two semi-final races with, uh, with um, six players each, and then the first three of both races will race in the final race to determine the winner. And then you get um, new badges um, for first, second, and third place. And um, also the top 10 of each leaderboard will get uh, amounts of Apex and Sparks. So 150,000 Apex for the first place and 0.25 Spark. That's a nice bonus. And um, even if you finish 10 in a leaderboard, you get 50,000 Apex and 0.05 Spark. Um, this championship circuit quest for the crown pinnacle racing achievement <laughs> um you will earn some points for this championship which will last over overall seasons not only for this one for, uh, first season but overall season in the final race during genesis this week so uh, it looks like we're doing uh, a few seasons not all six until the next genesis this week but um yeah, there will be a final race um, in Genesis week, which yeah, prizes uh, we not known what we get. Always talked about valuable prizes. Let's see what 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 is possible. Then they uh, slipped in uh, some new mechanics. Um, <laughs> some of the racers also say, "Hey, new mechanics, new bugs." Um, some sort of a max performance score and consumable boost. So if your car is not reaching a max performance score, don't know what this means. Uh, you may be able to use some consumable boost. Uh, X1 talked in the video a bit about it, but hey, uh, let's let's see what we get when when eventually soon, <laughs> later in this year or next year or whenever this new innovative features will launch. Um, as usual, they are working with this Looker Studios from Google leaderboards, which will eventually soon after hours or minutes update if you finish the race. Um, this is the Pro Series and Series 1 championship. So this, these are the racers which will be able to race on the March 15th uh, race uh, in the end of the season. Um, the first 12, so from Mittersburg to JR Wheels and, and uh, all between them. Um, yeah. I think there will be many people collecting more points. So no, I'm on the 20th place here and uh, it goes down and down. Um, these um, prices, the 150k Apex and the 0.25 Spark, um, will be for each series. So we will see uh, more leaderboards here, um, Series 2, Series T, um, Series 4. There, there's the, the first bug of this uh, Google Lookout, no, Locker, Looker Studio. Um, there were many races with Series 4. I, I participated myself in some of them, but <laughs> no entries on the leaderboard. Um, the cards are uh, used 
um, and uh, driven much. Um, so you see here also some, some points. But all this event is um, um, not as smooth as they may be expected for it to be. Um, you have many races, you start, you participate, there are three or four races in it, all pay their 5k apex fee or whatever to get the points. Um, but then under not clear circumstances, some of these races just get cancelled by Upland. You, you do the race, you race, you win, you say, oh, hey, I won 6,800 apex or whatever. And then you take a look at the blockchain and you see your five. 1750 paid apex for the race and a few minutes later from the dev e-scroll you get the same amount back because they cancelled the race for whatever <laughs> um so it's that there are many races which were made which are not on these leaderboards and also not uh on the blockchain um maybe we can take a quick look at my account and i can find one of these races uh, yeah i know um Nubix, yeah. he was mentioning in general that he yeah. he had a race that it glitched out and he got refunded yeah there there are there are some of these uh, races um yeah okay and and nobody knows uh, what you need to do to get this race cancelled um maybe uh, if someone doesn't connect to the race um and and can't race for so you can't race or wheel race so just just take a look maybe to say okay um to get it fair nobody uh, gets a bonus but hey then don't tell me at the end of the race hey you won nine thousand apex and then i take a look and see or oh, i get refunded oh, i wonder i wonder if it's i know i used to play online con competitive mobile games back in the day and it was like a speed golf game it's probably the easiest way to describe it and the one of the players would have to host the match and everybody else is along for the ride. And it became a hack where if the host was losing, they could just rage quit and it booted everyone else and they didn't like um they didn't lose any of their stats or whatnot. So I wonder if it's something to do with who's hosting it or who would know. I mean yeah, it, it's, I, had, I, I, I didn't get behind it. <laughs> it, it. Yeah. It's it's highly unclear and um yeah, uh, questions to support or to uh, Lizette or Squamusa or in technical bugs or whatever are just unanswered. Uh, um, yeah, let's see where we get. Frustrating. Yeah, and um, another thing that happens. Um, this is just an example. I don't want to say that these players you see in the next uh, in the, on the next page are doing something illegal or something like that, but. Um, I just picked uh, these uh, because it's uh, a nice example. You see Effinis Smoke, TJ Miami Boy One, and Jin Skrilla. These are three people always doing races for 15k Apex. And you see one time Jin Skrilla wins, one time the Miami Boy wins, and one time Effinis Smoke wins. Um, so they get 50 points, 30 points, and 20 points. So you get 100 points in the leaderboard um, and as everybody wins they are not investing so much apex in it uh, because you see yeah. three times for 15k are 45k apex invested jin squilla in this example got 20k 12k and 8k so 
you just pay 5k apex for 50 points uh, for 100 points on the leaderboard yeah they're and, all three of them are well-known names so they're just yeah. they're basically just playing within the rule book so that they're making full use of what they can do so yeah. yes yeah. so they're just doing private races so no no other one can uh, slip in and it's it's yep. okay to do it and it's um something must chef and deck and uh, i recommend for everyone who is doing this event with other cars than the s1rs or the stock car pros don't do open racing in upland if you want to race your s4 or s4e because if uh, if someone sees an open race um it's always joined with s1rs or the uh, pro series um and then sniping away your points for the leaderboard and your apex as well um so you should use some of the servers there are many cars upland racing league infinity racing league detroit rally league and and many many more of these racing only servers um where you can connect with other players um and um just arrange these private races to say okay hey let's all take an s4e and then do the race so you have equal chances because if you have an S4E and I join with the Stock Car Pro, yeah, I'm I'm trying to overtake you in round two. <laughs> you're gonna um, get smoked, yes. You know, you're gonna get get smoked. So, mm. um, yeah, some things to consider if you want to take part in this event. It's it's a nice event. It's it's uh, it's just boosting the racing in the game a bit more. Um, we're all a bit sad that they didn't implement some of these should be small updates in front. If you start a race, you can select if you want a stock car only or a card only. And as uh, cards are all the same stats, um, this is uh, the fairest race. Um, and But you can't say, oh, I just want S4s only or something like this. This is, it, it was confirmed that they are working on it but um, yeah, they are working on many improvements and uh, let's see when we will get uh, something like this. Yeah, it would have been nice to have had the the whole block explorer as your driver system, you know, set up as well as part of this. Uh, yeah. But it is interesting that they do have those consumable legits as part of it. I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm gonna bounce you out of there because I've got, um, I'll share screen, I've got it zoomed up a bit. So, okay. Um, Levan was the one that's pointed this out to me today, and I had a bit of a giggle. It's pretty funny. No, I assume it's this one. Yeah, it should be this one. Let's see. Here we go. So, yeah, I'm assuming you could say that. Uh, yeah, this seems yeah. like a good system, um, way to boost your scores and that, not some kind of consumer burner legits. Uh, look at the middle one. <laughs> Are you going to put some brake, B-R-E-A-K, oil in your car? Holy moly. Is that, have they done that deliberately or is this another intern just can't spell situation? Gonna put uh, some brakey car oil. Don't know. I don't know anybody using brakes other than, uh, other than um, brake checking someone. <laughs> not, not, not before yeah. corners, but hey, let's see what we get. Well, that's not how you spell brake. This brake is you're going to brake your car, i.e. it's damaged and needs to be repaired. That's not yeah. your brakes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ah, I see. Yes, yes. Okay. So so have they tried to be clever or they just completely cocked that up? 
Maybe we can put it on the track and uh, the the person behind you got skidding or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yes. Race wax, it's a surfboard, Lily says. Yeah, yeah. who knows? Um, what they could do with that, with those consumable logistics, there's so many different avenues that they could pursue with that. Um, would be really sell, cool to see. Sell them like, for US uh, dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, <laughs> um, Swali said Mario Kart, yeah. Um, there's also, there's been talk about the UGC legits opportunities as well. Although I don't think I'm the only one who's completely kind of got my nose out of joint with the, uh, what do they call it? The kickbacks for the UGC content creators that basically just said that's not happening anytime soon. So that's a bit of a worry that one, but yeah, I don't know the whole car situation, um, still. It's still way too laggy, laggy and glitchy for me on mobile. I did try a couple of races. Yeah, it's 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 really it's not something that I'm going to be investing much of any time in because it's just so laggy. And with all of the other problems, I, I assumed when Nubex posted that issue that he was having, I was like, yeah, I have the same issues on mobile. And he said, no, no, this is desktop. So holy moly, have they leave? They get it sorted out. Um, X1 did going at length to say it is in open beta beta so yeah, yeah but that's the I'm actually excuse going for side. everything of this no I just yeah. say it's open beta so we can say hey we are experimenting Wash with your it hands. Uh, yeah. And uh, actually, like in, in, in German said something that this is the first time in human history what we are seeing here so there will be bugs as usual <laughs> yes I'm actually building a showroom at the moment um I kind of went crazy buying up cars thinking I was going to do this that and the other thing um it doesn't appear that that's going to be the way things are going to pan out so I'm actually going to put a showroom up and put my cars up at some I've seen some crazy prices that have gone up recently in UPX so I don't know I'll put a couple of baits out in the water and see if I can catch catch a fish I don't know. anybody else you're mad keen on cars everything that's going on yeah we'll have to wait and see on that one i think all right well that might move us on to what i had pegged oh no hang on i missed one thing frost season pass week four drops are live everyone get excited about those i actually went back and did all the droppies i you know sexied up me block explorer and my property cards i thought whoa I spent 20,000 Upex on this thing. I might as well use it. So, yeah, I thought these latest ones were pretty cool. Um, will I go all in to get the next season's pass based on what we've seen so far? No, I don't think so. But still got a few more weeks left to go to wait and see. Well, I like the so... ice. I like the ice one, which I put onto my block explorer, but I immediately thought of Lily. I'm sure she loves the love art ones. She's in the chat. Yeah. No bite. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't use the love hearts. I used the ice because behind my BE, it looks like water. Ah, clever. Nice. Yes, the lily. Yeah, no, I put them up. I figured I might might put a bit of effort in. I paid for it. What the hell not? All right. But yes, as part of all that, of course, we did have what I pegged as the main one, main topic for this evening. Of course, we had the Frost Ornament Bundles sale 
which they terminated rather quickly. Um, I wrote down some figures. Yeah, last time I checked before the sale was terminated, only 100 of the 770 bundles had been sold. So clearly it was a massive, what I've called an icy cold, frosty flop. But why? Why was it such a flop? Is it just a pure numbers game? Um, $45 didn't leave much meat on the bone for the the resellers, which we kind of talked about last week. But then it's kind of a crazy situation where because they then because they then cancelled the sale and they're going to burn all the other ones out, then the supply is extremely limited. And who knows? Maybe that's going to be those people are going to make Mad Bank. So. I'd like to think that players didn't buy these because of the um, inconsistency with Upland and their rules and regulations and us not being able to submit stuff at the moment. But I'm sure we're not that organised and I'm sure it's just a simple price thing where I think the average price at the minute is about $15 or about 25000 upics. There is no money to be made. There is absolutely no money to be made in it unless there's a huge high demand, which I don't think there is. Um. I don't own a structural asset store, whatever it's called, um, structural ornament store, but I don't know that I would have bought one if I could have. Well, I do, and I had a look at it, but, yeah, the, the price just that I wasn't willing to take a gamble here. So we can have a look. If you listen on the Spotify, um, having a look at my account. We're searching using the in-game functionality, Frost, Structure Ornaments. Uh oh it by... I bought Same two. Price. Did you? Yeah, and what did you get them from? No, I bought two packs. Oh, two packs. All right. So Is that for yourself, got? though, Lily, or to resell? Yes, for myself. Yeah, that's what I figured. It's not for resale. No. Not at that price. I did store them there and put them for a ridiculous price that would not possibly sell just so I had inventory until I could use them, though. Um, How ridiculous, because I did that with all of my carnival ornaments and then went up and put that extra announcement out and then people just gobbled them all up. It was hilarious. Uh, yeah, no, you... um, almost for what I bought the pack for. <laughs> huh. Yeah, well, you never know. Um, so what so... have we got here? The ranch houses are 1690 I had to read that. Small townhouse, 1890s, lowest price. Luxury rents house, 21, 21. Micro house, 22. Small townhouse, 22, 23. Apartment building, 31. And then one of the special Tokyo townhouses. What does that say? 39. So, yeah, it's kind of an interesting situation that because they terminated, the price has actually been boosted. I wonder how many of those Tokyo ones actually got minted. Because that'd be pretty rare, oh, wouldn't they? It did say there, didn't it? Let me just go back to it. I should have left it there. Frost. Tokyo Townhouse, 210 existing mints. Tokyo Small Townhouse, 90. So more than I thought. Had three then. types? I thought there was no. three types. It was only two. There's only two unique structures. Oh, front and back was the picture they showed. Yeah, so they now they're super rare, so... Kind of interesting, well, and all of the other ones 400, 400, 100. So, hmm. yeah, well, so if you did manage to pick some up yourself, especially if you're just holding them for yourself, your own personal use, it's probably a good deal. But 
yeah, other than that, only 100 out of the 770. I'm if sure they, they'll take some lessons away from that. Yep. Yeah, if, if they uh, do something uh, from a straight line and they say, okay, hey, frost ornaments, uh, you need in the next frost season to get some of the missions done. Uh, like for this season, they said, hey, these uh, carnival ornaments uh, are the one uh, to use because these frost ornaments are sold too late to get your uh, three weeks on the building. Um, but hey, I, I think maybe we will get um, an, a price increase in the next year if they if they do what they told us they would do with the seasons and not change everything uh, from season to season because uh, someone said, hey, it would be better to do it this or that way. So maybe these ornaments uh, from the frost season will get more value. But hey, no financial advice soon. Eventually, maybe <laughs> let's see what we get in the next year uh, in our great beta experiment here. Um, so hey, but forty-five dollars uh, for for reselling is uh, way too much. I'm not a shop owner. I just thought, hey, I, maybe I would buy something, but not for forty-five dollars for three. Only three of this structure on it. That's $45, yeah, $45, way too much for a shop owner. They probably should have done like a wholesale sale first for maybe half that, $25 or something for the three. And then what didn't sell out, sell to the public for $45. Yeah, well, I was surprised they didn't open it up. Um, kind of said in chat, $20 at the most for the store owners. I, th I think $45 would have been a realistic um, price that the shop owners would have listed it for. So if they had a sold it, three yeah. maybe maybe 30 if you're really pushing it maybe 30 dollars but yeah somewhere somewhere between 20 and 30 i think would have been a much more realistic price right. to leave enough meat on the bone for people to have a go at so it. if you're trying to get upex out of it the current baseline for trying to get upex out of the game is with usd is basically double like you can buy anything for 30 to 40 percent mint and sell it for 80 to 90 percent mint without a problem so if you're not doubling yep. your forty-five dollars to ninety thousand upex, what's the point in buying it? So you need to sell all three, and I don't know that you can sell not knowing what you're getting either. Um, just too many unknowns, and I don't blame anyone for not buying it. I don't know that I would have if I could have. And I've got a showroom under construction, which I intend for it to be a structural ornament one, but so I miss out on this one. But yeah, if it's the same price next time, but I think yeah, twenty twenty-five dollars something like that, and then open it to the public for forty-five dollars. If it's not sold out, because I know there's plenty of people that probably would have bought them if they could have, but just don't have a shop. But maybe we now that's... realize that all this, or oh, I'm I'm the first in line. I can buy it and I can sell it for a profit, like all the sales in the past. That doesn't work anymore. You aren't able to just buy what you can get from the store and just multiply your your apex or your uh, US dollars from it, because there's no no functionality for this okay i can uh, decorate my home with it yeah okay 
but that doesn't get me more rent or whatever from it. Uh, so, well, technically you can because you can put it on your your thing and then that qualifies you for your boosted earnings or yada yada yada. But so yeah, and I, maybe but, yeah. I can win in this leaderboard where if you are an executive no. <laughs> like me, you have no chance if you aren't owning fifty or whatever. I just don't take a look yeah. at it um, because it's uh, just impossible and I, I'm, no. I'm not willing to spend hundreds of dollars to get uh, in this leaderboard. Um, yeah, I'm, so... I'm, yeah, I made that mistake. I started to have a go and I thought, I've got a lot of properties, I've got a lot of spark, a lot of collections, I might have a shot at this. And then when dust settled and I saw who was in the mix and I just went, okay, that's a uh, owner of a store that's got 87 current valid uh, structural ornaments for this season. I quit. So the score I'm on now is the score I'm going to be on at the end of the season. So if you want to overtake me on 27, go for it. I put in, I think, about 200 USD and, and a fair bit of Upix to get that many. I had a couple to start with, but but it's funny you say that, Bill, because I'm pretty sure I saw someone trying to sell their spot in the line for this sale. Sure. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So in the asset page, I'm sure I saw that. I don't know. Maybe I misread it or something. or I just saw that. I laughed, but... Well, it, it always has and always will be a pay-to-play game, so we can't really hold that over them. Um, no. It would be interesting. You, you mentioned a point there, Swally, where on the back of this, you are now building a showroom to be a structure ornament showroom. I wonder how many people followed suit where, you know, they, they no, weren't no. able to qualify for this. It's not on the back of this. No, I've already been talking and trying to design some structural okay. ornaments anyway. Um, oh, that's right. Yep. But this, this sort of made me realise... So, yeah, the construction's not happening any faster than it would have or slower or anything like that. It's just a coincidence, but it is definitely a benefit that it does give you a look in the door. But there needs to be... Bottom line is there needs to be wholesale price and retail price, and I don't think Upland's got a grip on that even slightly. Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird one. Um, I think that kind of price, everyone raised their eyebrows a little bit there. But then well, we did see a few people went gangbusters on it, so... Yeah, but yes. people that were buying it were buying it for themselves. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, hopefully, well, for sure, lessons would have been learned and hopefully the next sale can be a bit more successful. Would love to see some of the UGC structure ornament. Well, not some of them. There's literally hundreds upon hundreds of designs bursting at the seams waiting to get out there that have had to be designed and redesigned and resubmitted and altered and whatnot. So, be great to see those come online because I think those will be like what we've seen with uh, kind of going to get to this a bit later with the quips with the map assets we've definitely seen the prices with those come down significantly which kind of forces Upland to follow suit um, if you can buy a whole bunch of stuff for UGC for you know a few thousand Upex um, is the carrot going to be there for some of the stuff that Upland wants to sell it's kind of an interesting conundrum almost fascinating to watch it all pan out anywho let's move on where are we up to we're up to quips i believe so this week we've got two quips um i did have a few come through thank you very much for those there's another really good one that but it was quite in depth i'll save that for next week um if you're not aware quips is questions insights provocations or statements that we can dive into on the weekly show um, there's a link to a Google form in the description. If you send that through and you include your in-game name in your submission 
and it's used on the show, you'll win yourself some kind of prize, just like LeBan and Caesar have done this week. They're both earned themselves 10,000 UPEX after fees from me, and they earned themselves a very awesome well map asset from Kushel089 and his MetaVenture Rustic Arts. So thank you very much for putting those through Kushel089 and, of course, to LeBan and Caesar for clicking that link in the description and submitting their quips. So this week we're starting off with the quips from LeBan. He's in chat who says, thanks for sharing your USD out last week. Can you share anything about your map assets, uh, outdoor decor? Has that help grow your account in any way or is it just done for fun? Now that there is a massive explosion of new assets, which we just talked about, has sales dropped down for you? Any new models in the make? Um, a few questions to go back on there. Has that helped grow your account in any way? I believe uh, we were kind of tracking sales at one stage. I think, I think around the time I'd stopped, you know, properly tracking sales, we'd done about maybe 35 million UPEX in sales total. So, you know, you divide that by three people, a bit over 10 mil each. Um, did that help grow the account? Yeah, of course. Um, if you were to divide that UPX between how many hours was invested that, I think we'd still probably come out ahead. Um, you know, and that was, we we had a significant advantage being the first movers as part of the better process, yada, yada, yada. We, we were right there from the get-go. Um, so, yeah, that was all, most of it was fun based if you want to say there we, we were doing it because it was fun to do did it help grow account yes has to have done uh, was it fun yes it can be both of the, those things at once um have sales dropped down for you yes dramatically so um but that's not the whole story as far as the explosion of new assets of course that would have a significant impact on it i think um a lot of the initial kind of business that we were getting was people will buy literally buying into the neighborhood rating scores, like buying uh, map assets to you know boost their neighborhood rating scores. You've seen we've seen that in the last last couple of months with the neighborhood ratings uh, leaderboards. There's not much movement action happening there, so those kind of sales appear to have dropped off well as well. And there's also a factor where my personal focus has been completely removed from UGC for probably the last three months or more as I've just been focusing on downsizing my account and doing other things. Um, now that that's kind of run its course, I will dive back into it uh, because we have seen uh, DTech is currently running a, a giveaway promotion sort of thing in his own server at the moment where if you buy any Samurai Aquatics items you're going to go in the raffle for some of the other stuff he's got going on. And that has boosted a little bit of the sales. But yes, have sales dropped off? Yeah, mass massively, massively so. Um, previously, it wasn't unusual to wake up in the morning and have two, three, four sales every single day. Now, if I get one a week, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, ma massive, massive drop off. But yeah, multiple factors at play there as i said now what's the other question um any new models in the make uh yes we did have one one that we submitted where it was actually based on 
back in the very early process, we wanted to make a kind of outdoor gazebo to go with our 10-piece set. Uh, we were told adamantly and specifically, no, you can't have gazebos because they're not portable structures. And then, what do you know? There's gazebos now that are map assets. So we thought, well, we'll put a gazebo in as well. So we submitted a gazebo and then it recently got rejected because now Uplands changed all the max height requirements and this, that, and the other thing. Um, honestly, the UGC system for map assets, it's just been absolutely shambolic the last couple of months, which is another part of the reason why I've just stepped aside and I'll get back into it once they work out what the hell they're doing because, I mean, I don't know if you want to go into that, Swally, but it's just, well, Lily, it's just a, just a freaking mess. I know um, Desjack has been you know, pulling a hair out almost, D-Tech as well, so. Anything to add? No, so Ali doesn't want to crack that seat. I don't want to get started because I won't stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, sh absolute shambles it's been. Um, very little guidance and what guidance you have, well, for, I haven't been doing it, but what guidance I have seen other people receive has been, you know, doesn't make sense or it's, you know, they say one thing in one breath and contradict it in the next. It's it's just an absolute mess. So it appears that that may be changing course uh, based on some of the stuff I've seen in the UGC channel. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of good that the UGC channel is open to everybody in Upland. So if, if UGC, um, if that kind of whole asset creation is something you're interested in uh yeah get over there and have a look um before you dive in and invest like money and hours and all your time just get over there and have a chat to people or even if you don't want to do that just just see what's going on over there so you get a better idea of what you're going to get yourself in for because it is it has always been a complex process and lately it just which seems weird you'd, you'd think after that massive better period we went through, you think they would have streamlined and got things better, but now it just seems more confusing than ever. So, bit of a nightmare that one. So, are there any new uh, summer aquatics models in the make? Would love to do heaps of stuff, but yeah, not at the moment. Um, just kind of stepping clear and waiting for the dust to settle on that one. So, thank you for that, Laban. Right, we got one more from Caesar, as I said this week, who says. Vehicle transportation is a big thing, emo, in his opinion. However, let's see this. He has a car in LA and his block explorer travels to London on the plane. So he can go from London to Birmingham with his own car once his B arrives in London. Or does he have to own a property in any of those cities to relocate the same car from LA where the car currently is? To London, Birmingham, where my BE, where his BE currently is, and then travel to London to Birmingham, and then he ends by saying greetings to all the old dogs out there. Um, I, I personally don't think it's gonna work that way. I think if you don't have, well, there has to be a leeway period, doesn't there? At the moment, we can airdrop our cars wherever the hell we want. Um, we've talked about that on this show extensively like if you have more than one car you might want to strategically 
set those up in different cities waiting for paid transportation mechanics to come in. It may very well be that if you want to move your car in future from San Francisco to Tokyo, well, that ain't going to be instantaneously magical. It's going to be a paid, takes quite a long time to put your car on a boat or a plane or something. So I don't think that's how it's going to pan out. For this first test period, I would assume there's going to be some some leeway there where you can just move it around wherever, but who knows? Yeah, maybe we will just that? see if you say put me in this city or just move my BE from this city to that city that you just get a list and say, hey, okay, I take my S1R or my S4E or maybe you will be faster in the city or uh, it takes a bit longer if you go by cart. Okay, you can't use cards for that, but uh, if you take a slow car, you, you maybe take longer. Uh, Maybe we will see soon or eventually or whatever at any time in the future, like this parking garage and for what the reserve yes. buildings in uh, in, in yep. um, Tokyo, these the launch properties yeah. they we will use for it. But uh, this is uh, this is all this. Hey, we we have this and that on our roadmap, and then we will wait years and years for it, and we don't get any information. Um, okay, yeah. I can just start to, to get rage about totems, which <laughs> there's no more information since the cycle one ends. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah. yeah, I think this this transportation, yeah, it it, it might be uh, game changing, and maybe we will see something uh, that will um, um, create businesses like transporting the crates for structure ornaments from one city to another or something like this. But in the in the speed upland develops features, um, yeah, I just can't say, may, maybe my kids will be alive <laughs> 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 to, to just um, yeah. get something of this to see. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, I, I think also. they are currently putting all their effort in the sparklet things, no? even if the Bitcoin is an uh, all-time near near the all-time high, I think uh, above 60k yes. USD, and so they say, hey, we just need to get something done for this sparklet thing to to hop on the train and then get uh, some money from Ride it. The wave. Yeah, and, yep. and all the developments in the meantime will get pushed out and announced as the new killer feature for the metaverse and uh, will be bugged as hell. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm, I'm I'm shaking and I get a, uh, a goose goosebumps uh, on on my on my skin uh, before the next season when they will lower the yields from the properties based on your points you get in this uh, leaderboard uh, about the missions from the first season. I think this will be uh, a buckland uh, as you as uh, at its best because it may be not working as they planned and uh, we will see. Many people rage quit. I sell my account and bop, 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 bop. <laughs> yes. Swally man, you had something to add? Yeah, I was going to say this question opens a can of worms followed by how long's a yes. piece of string. Um, yep. My thoughts of this, and I obviously have no insights or anything like that, but my thoughts are it has to work where you can just move your car from wherever you want to wherever you need it. I can't see any reason why you'd have it outside the States at the moment. I know there's limited places you might be able to drive South America or something like that, but um, there's very few cities internationally that would you know, really accommodate you driving from one city to another. 
But if they made it, obviously you can't just be in New York and drive to London. I mean, that's not based on the real yeah. world, unless you've got some sort of hovercraft or something. Um, but if they then say, no, you can't move your car, like you're sort of suggesting, and maybe down the future, 100%, I think that's where we're going to go. But like Gilman says, that could be something our kids see. Um, it also would have to affect manufacturing, wouldn't it? So if you can't move a car, so. we, you can't move your goods, and then how are you going to get your goods from your factories in the States or wherever they are to your other factories or the other showrooms? It's just yep. not, it's not going to happen. And not, well, it's going to happen, just not anytime soon. Oh, but well, but maybe maybe they just say hey, we we're doing it in this beta or alpha stage that you can drive your car from Tokyo to Rio <laughs> or to London yes. and um, because we we're only doing straight line and it's only for testing for the next years decades or whatever. Yes, yes, I might do that for the state cities, but not for international. I mean, everyone would laugh at them if they did that. Like they're just not going to have it, so you can drive from New York to. London or Tokyo. I mean, what would that, I, I, that drive I, I, to Tokyo? Would that be about three days? I'm I'm, I'm convinced X1 will get a, 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 a cool sentence or a definition why this is uh, good to go no. this way, <laughs> and it's the amazing Jesus. and uh, barrier-breaking invention or whatever. Get the thesaurus out. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's no need to have a car and take you at the moment anyway so i wouldn't be putting it over there hey, you can you can drive to this dodge city yeah. where this one dodge cafe is <laughs> and can... <laughs> i don't know about that well the the public transportation in japan is next level so there's very rare very rarely places that you can't get to with train or bus or something like that but yeah um currently of course if you want to move your car from one city to the next city you have to own both properties in each city. Um, it will be very interesting to see. Uh, there has been mention about parking on properties, and I know myself and many other people, when we set the house up on the property lot, you know, we tended to push it very close to the front of the property line so we had more space in the backyard for outdoor decor and map assets or whatever. It's going to be interesting to see if the mechanics come in where you know, your car can't just magically jump from the front yard to the backyard. There has to be some kind of actual pathway through there. Um, that's going to talk about a can of worms. Wow. Yeah. Then everybody will start building and uh, we use Spark and they can sell more Spark. So don't don't be too loud with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to admit, I haven't got that problem. I've been building everything further back so you can put stuff in the front yard to make it look better. But that's just me. Yeah, that they would have to have right. at minimum. They would have to have some kind of paid public parking spaces where you can go and rest your car or yada yada yada. Who knows? Well, there are, there are people who are especially looking for uh, properties with the the P for the parking place on it, and that buy them in the hope <laughs> they will get oh, some that's... money out of it. Um, but hey, that's that's People. like buying all properties with a one or a two or a three in the uh, in the address or whatever. Or the gas stations, um, the gas stations is, thousands yeah. buying gas stations, thinking they're going to turn it into spark refueling stations. Well, maybe it, this, this is. I think they they told us yeah. about a year and a half or what in, in the past about this uh, fueling cars with spark. And I just take a look at my Bakersfield props and say, "Wow, I'm owning one of the gas stations that I can." 
sell people gas for their cars, but, um, yeah. but you, now you one year to, later, I say. They won't okay. need to be on a gas station yeah. like property. It can be on any property, even yeah. if it does come in. All right. So, yeah, that's a very good question, Caesar. I'm not sure that we answered it, but I think we definitely opened up a can of worms. That will be an interesting one to watch how it all pans out. Um, and, yeah, just a reminder that if you've got something like Laban and Caesar did a topic to dive into, yeah, link in the description, fill that in with your in-game username and you'll win yourself some kind of prize. Right, moving on, we'll get a bit of a wriggle on here because I've still got a bit of gas bagging to go. Uh, in this week's Getting to Know Community Members segment, Care of Mesme and the other members of the Dynamic Node Builders, they're featuring good old Kachow, who is a fellow early 2020 Upland Community Member alumni. For a bit of extra context before we take a look at his responses to the DMB questionnaire, Kachow is currently an executive with a net worth just under 20 million UPEX. He's got 579 properties and a bit over 28 Spark. His home residence is in the Merced Manor neighborhood of San Francisco, which as I outlined at the start of the show, is poised to take out the February neighborhood development collection. Um, before we check out his DMB interview responses, I thought we'd just, if and when I can, we'll just start having a bit of a, we'll dive into people's sneaky bits. We'll a bit of a dive in there and see what old mate Kachiel's got going on. Now, I assume that's pulled up for you. Yep. So we're looking at his progress chart here. Uh, if you go up there, yeah, May 5th, 2020. So he's been around for a very long time. That's a pretty good looking chart there. Pretty slow and steady, although we've got a couple of mint net worth. We've got a couple of, you know, I guess he's taken some profits there. It's dropped down, dropped down, and then very linear, just gradually moving up and up. Um, interesting to note, I get rid of number of properties and get rid of Spark. Uh, the difference between his mint net worth and his property net worth. So I always, I always stuff this up. But if your property's net worth is way above your mint net worth, that that means you've been taking full advantage of the USD under mint sales price, right? That's what that means. Nah. Or is that, you got that or have I got back that answer front. about? Yeah, back I got to it front. back to front, yeah. So, so he's been want... buying up the secondaries. Yeah. So he's basically been using it was one of the other. UPX to buy stuff. So it, usually with the green lines above the other line, it just means the players put more USD in the game than probably That's any others. Yeah. yeah. I, I knew I would fuck that up. But yeah. So yes, other than that, number of properties, we'll have a look at that. Get rid of mint net worth. Get out of properties net worth. Yeah, number of properties, very slow and steady progress all the way up there. So I assume I could just jump straight over there. So this is his DMB responses, in-game name Kachow, pronounced Kachow. I'm pretty sure I got that right. There was a lot of confusion about that on the early days. Does Kachow have tattoos? No. Been to Vegas? Yes. Would he survive the zombie apocalypse? Yes. He's an Eagle Scout, former Eagle Scout. One thing you will never do again, play with an electric fence. Interesting. Hope you didn't pee on it. Famous fact about where you live, potatoes, superpower, accordion player, guilty pleasure, Dr. Pepper, pet peeve, cheaters, occupation, tell people where to go. 
interesting bucket list Anfield Stadium and three uplanders he chats with regularly or he's got in brackets he listens to more cheese the goldsmith and the pair tml and too stupid all right very good yeah Kachau's a good bloke so if you'd like to get yourself involved or you know of someone who you or you the community might be interested in learning a bit more about then send mesme or any of the other dynamic node build node builders sorry members a dm or click the link to the dmb discord server in the description say good day and tell them the upland down or under podcast sent you all right now i had a bit of a self-indulgent gas bagging situation last week's show i did get a couple of good dms um based on that and i who was it? i think it was um the band said thanks for sharing your usd out story this week i thought i'd i got a lot of questions about how i did that a lot of people have said yeah you know that's something i've been thinking about doing for quite a while so yes if you've been living under a rock and you weren't aware i have over the last 18 months or so have aggressively downsized my account and i managed to do that without destroying it so i went from a high of 6672 properties in october um, to now i've got 703 properties and that's still dropping i thought i was going to stabilize out a bit over 700 but it turns out some of those tiny collections i'm flipping those willy-nilly too so i think i'll probably stabilize probably about the 650 properties range that's of course until the next city release happens um just for a bit of extra context in the last eight months i really started to focus on that kind of selling properties pretty heavily and i managed to bank over 10,000 usd in those eight months which once you convert that to australian dollars that's pretty significant for myself and my family um, so much so that we are celebrating as a family all on upland money we're celebrating that we're going out and doing a few different things um if you're in the nba server i'll share some pics of that it's going to be a bit of fun so that's a family thing and then the week after that i'm doing a personal thing as well um, that's all financed thanks to the awesome opportunities that are available in upland and especially you know there was because i've been around for so long that was part of it as well anybody can pretty much do at least something similar ahead in that direction so as part of that last um selling period in the last month i've also managed to stack 10 million upx ready for the next city release um, my dividends i've maintained those it's just just under 1.8 million upx a month and that dropped from a high of a bit over 2 million upx per month in december so i've sold almost 6,000 properties and I haven't destroyed my net worth. Uh, my net worth is now just under 113 million UPEX and that's down from a high of 158 million UPEX, which was in January this year. So yes, how did I do it? How did I sell almost 6,000 properties in 18 months without destroying my account? Pretty easy, really. I mean, it's a very time-consuming process, but I did pull up, maybe I can just, I'll just use this as an example. I do have, which I shared last week, I've got a bit of a, um, I just ripped the data from Apex land and I've been using, you know, kind of little 
computer model or spreadsheet model to do it myself. So this just shows, I assume that's popped up for you. Let me check. Yeah. So what I've got here is the, another 52 properties that I'm willing to sell for. I've got another tab here, all my hodl properties, that's nodes, um, MetaVenture properties, collections, yada, yada. So they're not to be sold, but I've still got all these 50 something properties here. So basically all I ever do is I go on and over to good old UPX land and say, I'll just go, I won't go back and share. So I've got a, I've got a collection in the Liberdade, Liberdade uh, neighborhood of Sao Paulo. Right, so all I do is go over property search, type in Sao Paulo, Sao Paulo status. I want to sell for USD. What did I say was Liberdade? Liberdade. All right, this I always just check the floor. So I'll go sale price. Let's check out what the floor is there. The floor is $4. For USD. Okay, so let's compare that to the markup price. Markup is 62%. All right, if if the floor is 62% and you want to sell quickly, at the very least, I would go down another 2%. Me personally, I'd probably list at 58%. So if if we go back over to my spreadsheet here, all I do there is type in 58% there and that automatically adjusts all of those figures. I go down to Liberdade and I can check here. Now we can see this one, $2.82. That one is below the minimum and it's below the floor. So if the floor, what did we say it was? $4. Well, I might list that for $3.50. Pretty good chance that one would sell. This one, I would sell that at the market price of $4.18. Um, this one I'd sell it for $4.38 and the other one for $6.99. So that's pretty much it. Um, nothing very complex. All it is is just playing with the, the floors, uh, whether that be the USD floor, the UPX floor. I know some people have it in their head that they want to they want to make a certain amount of money or a certain percentage, but the reality is the floors are the floor. If you can hate the floor, you can not agree with the floor. Um, of course, I would much rather sell all of my properties at 150% markup for USD, but it's just not the reality. So especially if you've got so many properties to move, you just got to play with the hand that you're dealt. Now, I just, just for shits and giggles, I'm just going to have a quick look at Chicago. Because, yeah, that was an interesting one where I thought I was going to end up with a couple of hundred properties that um, they were the mint price was too high to sell at the Chicago floor and they, the for sale price was going to be too low to sell at the USD floor as well. So they were kind of no man's land properties. But then it turned out that um, the for sale UPX market floor was below 100% and I went yippee and there it still is. Look. Dozens and dozens and dozens of properties below the markup floor in USD, uh, sorry, UPX. So right there, we've got uh, the markup floor in Chicago for UPX is 88%. That's dropped down a bit. Um, it was 90%. I sold, 
I don't know, 250 properties in two days, listing them for 88% UPX. Um, why did I do that? Am I crazy? Because technically you're losing money. Um, those Chicago properties, most of those I've held since Chicago had released. Uh, as I just outlined, my dividends are 1.8 to 2 million UPX per month. Um, so that's not coming out of my bank account. I've stacked 10 million UPEX ready for the next city release. Um, that whole sell for under mint to stack for better opportunities in future, that's something I've been doing and lots of members in the Upland community have been doing since way back in the early days of San Francisco. Um, so yes. So it is doable. You can you can reduce your property portfolio. You can make big, massive changes like that without utterly destroying your accounts. And maybe just to put a bow in that, I'll just go back to there and just see see what that actually looks like. So if we go back here and I'll go back to me. 68 progress chart, same as what we looked at for Kachel. Uh, my chart's a bit different, of course, because I've I've taken a whole bunch out. My properties, if you just look at my properties, it goes up there, as I said, the high in October and just drops off a cliff and still dropping, whereas my mint net worth and my property's net worth, of course, they've dipped, but yeah. Nothing like some of the other graphs, like one of the graphs I showed last week as somebody who has truly cashed out of the game. So if, if you remember from last week as well, when I shared my neighborhood chart and I said, why am I selling all these properties in Chicago? Uh, it's because I had so many properties in Chicago or well, now it's flipped and I'm all in on San Francisco. The vast majority of those mid tier terrace, which I'm going to hold on to 58 properties left in Chicago. Um, they're basically all, I've got a full block in Portage Park that I'm going to hold on to. So that's about it. So if you're wondering how I did it, well, hopefully that answered your questions. All right, that moves on to the end of the show. We've got some giveaways. Of course, uh, the MBA server competition wheel from last week was to get yourself in the contest channel within the MBA server. And the topic was cars as private transportation. The question was, what's your take on that angle and how long do you think it'll be until we are road tripping to the first accessible only by car city release and the biggest speculation of all, which will be the first city. Your name will roll on a list of entrants for the chance to win 10,000 UPEX from me. And yes, uh, because it's a sponsored show again this week, you're going to get yourself an awesome well map asset from Cashel089 and his MetaVenture Rustic Arts. And of course, also get another entry into the big end of year prize giveaways. Now, let's click the right buttons here so we go to Sherry's screen. Let's hope it still loads. There we go. All right, let's see who's going to take out. Now, this is, yeah, 10,000 UPEX and a well map asset. And there we go, Maui. Congratulations. That's for you. Now, I forgot to do a spin last week, but I'll hold off on that. Um, I'll just leave that on share screen and I'll jump back over to my notes, make sure I get this correct. Actually, why don't we go and I'll read out. What did Maui actually say? I never do that. I should do that. So, Maui, 
Now he says, I think car only cities are both cool and realistic. I don't think it will be the next release, but definitely before summer. But I, again, it was a pretty mixed bag of the responses in there. Um, some people pretty keen about it. Some others just going to play for you and run with it. All right, so that brings us to, no, I'm forgetting again. i got to outline, what's this week's challenge? I can't forget that one. So, yeah, get yourself in the contest channel and the NBA server again and let us know if you're going to be racing in the official Upland Racing Series. If not, why not? If you are, what's your vehicle of choice and how's it all been going? Uh, we, Bueller Man already outlined some of the difficulties that he's been having and other people have been having, so have your say in there. Again, your name will roll on the list of all entrants. Uh, for the chance to win 10,000 UPEX after fees from me. Um, no additional prize unless somebody else, somebody else has got a map asset showroom or something and wants to donate some prizes. All right, that brings us on to the live participants wheel. Now, this is going to be a garden bridge from Samurai Aquatics and another well from Kushal. So we got, I'll type these in quickly, Maui, Levan, Swali. King, King Cody, Pinder, Buell, Brabant, Ace and Lily. I don't think we got anybody else jumped in late, so we'll roll that. Right, everybody, you want to take it again? No, Levant just missed out. I think Swally, I think you got it. Congratulations, Swally Man. All right, let me bounce out of there. Uh, Lily says, I'm always open to donating prizes. All right, well, I'll definitely, I'll write that down. I'll get in your ear, Lil. Thank you very much. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, like I said, if you want to do a little spotlight or something, happy to happy to get the word out with whatever you got going on. And that's it for this week. A reminder that if you are in a time zone that fits in with the Thursday night recording schedule of starting at 7 p.m. AEST and you'd like to get yourself involved, the link to the weekly podcast will always be dropped in the NBA server about 15 minutes before we get kicked off. And, yeah, as I said, this invitation extends to any of the other, or the channel's other podcast productions. So, as I keep saying, if you have an Upland NFT or Metaverse product service or event to promote, then send me, Ben68, a DM. Or the easiest way to do it is to get yourself in the NBA server, which is linked in the description. That's all I've got. Always like to put it out to anybody else. Anybody else got some final words? What do you got going on? All good. No, head shakes. Yeah. All right. On that note, all the best with everything, and we'll catch you next week. Later. <laughs>